What's going on, fam? Happy Friday. Uh, this episode is a little follow-up to yesterday's masterclass. Uh, it's available now in the masterclass section, and also the full episode uh, 1812 of the Daily Swole is available inside Swole TV in the priority access section. I want to talk a little bit about integration, isolation when it comes to different muscle groups, when it comes to different joints, and how this correlates directly with the seven pillars and other aspects of your health and wellness journey. So if you don't have any context, if you're just tuning in and you're brand new, you can download your copy of the seven pillars at the top of the page over at swornormousx.com. And uh, just a little, you know, some cliff notes, the seven pillars are as follows, from one to seven, in no particular order of importance, but we can make the argument for each one being individually important. Uh, but generally, pillar number seven, consistency, obviously, is the most important because all of them need to be done daily. And that goes for community, nutrition, training, recovery, mobility, mindfulness, and consistency. So all of those are important. All those are important individually. You got to focus on building each pillar, forging each pillar individually. And then, of course, um, you need to focus on all of them. So each one is important. Each one is going to have various aspects that are challenging to you based on your lifestyle, based on your skills, your scheduling, and it's just something that you develop over time. And it's very similar to muscle isolation. When you're trying to activate your glutes, you do glute activation or isolation exercises, you're doing concentration curls to target your biceps, but then you're also doing pull-ups, which integrate all the muscles of the back and shoulder and, and the biceps. You know, just like a squat, you do quads or glute isolation, but then if you're doing lunges or deadlifts or squats, you're using multiple uh, muscle groups in the compound movement. Like most of the muscles in the body where you're doing a squat or a deadlift are engaged and, you know, for either stabilization or for, you know, concentric, isometric, eccentric, like the major muscle movers. So all those things are independent and also integrated. Same thing goes uh, with your seven pillars. So yesterday's masterclass was about muscles of the lower body. The ankle and foot complex, we talked about the tibialis anterior, we talked about the gastrocnemius and the soleus, all these muscles of the lower leg that truly affect the entire body. So if you're having problems with your squat, with squat depth, you can't stay upright, you're rounding your back, you're leaning forward, a lot of these issues can come from impairments and muscle imbalances and joint imbalances in the lower leg, meaning the ankle, because women usually wear high heels and most people wear sneakers with an elevated heel so you're actually lengthening your tibialis anterior because you're in a plantar flexed a toe pointed position more often so that muscle is unnaturally lengthened whereas the calf complex the gastrocnemius soleus that insert onto the achilles tendon are usually shortened so the calves get very tight and very you know overworked and overshortened and the tibialis anterior gets very lengthened and very inhibited. So with these muscle imbalances, it changes the entire balance of the, the joints, the knees and the hips all the way up the kinetic chain because you have an imbalance at the bottom. So the best way to think about this is to imagine the game Jenga or those, it's very similar to the block game. Jenga is like the block game you'll see at bars where you have those big bricks or big stones and you know it's stacked above people's heads and they fall and everyone's like, hey, because we're all drinking outside. It's like a very social party game at, um, at bars, like similar to beer pong where you'll have people are drinking and you know pulling a brick out. You're trying to create balance, right? You take the 
brick out the bottom, put it on the top, or Jenga, you take a, you know, a block out, a stick out, and you're trying to not allow the tower, the wood tower, to fall. Same thing goes with muscle imbalances. When you have differences at the bottom, obviously, if you take out one block at the bottom, on the bottom right, you're going to have to counterbalance that all the way up the block tower in order to counterbalance the, um, the inequity, so to speak, or the, the different stress at the bottom where the, the weight is biased towards. And this is the same thing that happens with muscle imbalances and joint impairments. When you have an impairment at the bottom of the body, it's going to affect all the way up. Your hips are going to tilt differently, whether forward, back, or left or right. You're going to have the spine that's going to be overextended or over uh, flexed. You're going to have the neck. Everything is going to trigger all the way up. You could have an ankle injury that never gets uh, treated properly, and that could lead to chronic neck pain in five or 10 years because everything has shifted throughout your entire body, and that chronic impairment and chronic imbalance starts to tighten up one of your trapezius muscles on the left or right side, for example. Uh, so this is very important. This is not a this is not a waste of time to address imbalances, which is why mobility, yoga, and this type of muscle activation, being more barefoot, making sure your joints are balanced, very important, if not essential, for long-lasting strength production, um, mitigation of pain and injury risk. There's all these things. You'll feel so much better when you have less tension in your body, and you're going to achieve less tension by creating a more balanced um, physical structure both with static posture, dynamic posture, creating that muscle and joint balance is paramount to your overall wellness.